depressing an experience as I've ever had going to the movies. Now, I know some people found this movie fun, but me, I'd rather spend two hours having root canal work done. It's yeah, a terrible film from beginning to end. You know the theory of reincarnation where the dues we pay in this lifetime yes. may get to collect in another lifetime? For having seen this movie, I want months and months and months in a beautiful valley. Well, on a scale of one to ten, we give it a uh, three. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bombs Away, a bad movie comedy podcast. My name is Tyler Rowe. Joining me here inside the Cyber Studio, as always, is Peyton Bieber and an amateur ass, sure not, Jarrett Seifert. <laughs> God, <laughs> we have put just as much effort into this intro as, as the I director did. did into this movie. <laughs> yeah, this one was probably the worst one I've ever seen ever. Ever? That's uh, got to be a lie. Maybe you not mean ever. You literally watched the show out of the three. This movie. Is, I have to say that this is this is low on the list. Yes, this uh, this was a doozy. I well, am patting myself on the back for Scooby Doo being pretty good. <laughs> comparatively, yeah. well, comparatively, that's that's like uh, saying it's the shiniest turd out of all of them. <laughs> um, yes, welcome back. Thank you again for being here again. For those of you who are joining us. Just for a preface, these past now three episodes have all been movies that have particularly not been very good that we enjoyed from our youth or just have a nostalgic feeling for. And this week's episode happened to be my choice. So why did I pick this movie? I don't know why. Um, Wait, you put us through that torture because you don't know why? To be honest, I thought I was like, no, this movie's funny. But I think the last time I saw it, I was like six. Oh, so, so it was funny when you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was funny when it came out. But uh, yeah, I don't think I've seen it ever since because, oh, boy, this was a doozy. It, it doesn't. Has, it has very strong Nickelodeon vibes. Like if yeah. someone photoshopped this onto an orange VHS, I would be like, yeah, of course, it's a Nickelodeon movie. But yeah, it's yeah, surprise, very... surprise, it's actually. Disney. Disney. Whoa. This did not age well movie. either. No, no. And 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 big surprise that it's not on Disney Plus, right? Uh because yeah, this was um rough to say the least. I laughed a lot, but like there's some shit in this movie that I was like, okay, yeah, I can see why Disney does not have this on Disney Plus. This is also about the same time that Disney produced Waterboy. So if that's mm. It makes any sense. Yeah, but Waterboy's good. Jesus Christ. I can see why <laughs> you like evolution. I won't say <laughs> hey, I I grew up on Waterboy, so I, I mean I saw like it growing up too. Times. I do like Waterboy, but um I yeah, so theaters. as a sports family, it was like one of the ones that was always on. So Oh jeez. Um but yeah, without further ado, uh unless you didn't read the title of this episode, uh I chose Rocket Man, not the biopic of Elton John with Taron Egerton or whatever his name is. Uh, no, with uh, Harland Williams, Jessica Lundy, William Sadler, and Raven the Chimpanzee um, from 1997, directed by Stuart Gillard, whose only other of note directing job was he directed the third teenage mutant ninja turtles movie which i think most people agree is like the worst one yeah so at least so he's, he's over two yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a budget of 16 million dollars which it did not make back 
in oh. 20 yeah it it lost actually almost six hundred thousand dollars so it was like very close but it, it still it still did not make its money back no surprise Jeez. um with a Rotten Tomato score of 25% and an IMDb score of 5.9. It's a certified turd. This is 1997's Rocket Man. Let's get into it. So the movie starts like every good movie should with a flashback with an annoying kid that I couldn't figure out if he was Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle. He not. looked exactly like Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle. I was like, <sighs> is that? That can't be. And it's not. It's not? It's just some kid. Yeah. I I really thought um, it was Dewey for the longest time. Also, like big movie making sin, like why did the kid have to have a speech impediment that yeah. the adult character does not have? We get it. It's a kid. Yeah. But to be just- fair, I had one, but it could have also just been pronouncing words wrong where I said exploded in milk and pillow. I said I said a pack pack. <laughs> and Fawful. 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 I don't know how old I was. Pack pack. I got to get my pack pack from the classroom. Oh. I had my Fawful on the way to class. I never said any words incorrectly because I'm a perfect child. Um, Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, right. So the movie starts with our main character, Randall, being locked inside of the dryer looking out on a picture of earth saying earth looks like a giant blueberry um which is wrong it doesn't i don't know what blueberry he's ever eaten that looks like it's supposed to be like the famous quote giant blue marble yeah but but i'm like deviates and like well that's not even a funny joke you just didn't say marble Maybe he eats like moldy blueberries. I was going to say. Like green on them. <laughs> yeah, it rolls like on the floor and collects white dog hair. <laughs> Those are the clouds. It's got some dirt on it. I um, At first I was going to be like, this is stupid. Like the kid is playing in a, in a dryer, but I did play in a dryer. It never got turned on, thankfully. The fun fact about this scene, though, is it was removed from the like UK version to get an appropriate rating because it was dangerous to show to kids. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. <laughs> it's like this 42 seconds of this movie was removed and it dropped this movie to a PG. Otherwise, it was going to be PG-13. Wow. Which but is in like, America, it's okay to show. Yeah, yeah well, well, it's because it's also like, how dumb are people in England that they're like, you got to remove that or we're giving you a PG-13. <laughs> like, I don't get that shit at all. That This is one moment where I'm like, England, come on, get your shit together. Um, it was going to get an R, but they removed all brushing your teeth scenes from the British <laughs> cut. So he saved himself. In walks his mom. And at first I said, that woman looked a lot like Shelly Duvall. And then I went Duvall. IMD, but I went through IMDb and I said, oh, well, that's weird. I guess it's not Shelly Duvall. Shelly Duvall is in this film. As his mom, completely uncredited. That is crazy. I don't know uh, why. For those of us who don't know who Shelley Duvall is, who's that? Oh my you god! You know who Shelley Duvall the is? The oh, Shining. Okay. Okay. Olive oil. She recently god. had an article come out about how like how horrible Hollywood ended up treating her. It was really good. Yeah. It was a really good read. Right, Doctor right, Phil is an asshole. But... Oh yeah, we all knew that. 
Yeah, we all knew that. No, <laughs> he's um, part yeah. of it. <laughs> it's a weird story, but it's really good. Read an article. Uh, read a book. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is Shelley Duvall. I don't know why she's uncredited in this movie. She's literally in it for probably 45 seconds at the most uh, between her two scenes. But she's it's kind got of fun three. to see her. Yeah, well, there's I a guess. few flashbacks. Yes, that's right. She does. So let's give her a minute total in the yeah. film. I, <laughs> that's I about thank you. Thank you. All. That was rude of me to assume that you're only in the movie. You know, time. in the British cut, they accidentally added more scenes of her to bump it to a PG rating because it was just G. <laughs> They're like, this is the type of dental <laughs> recognition <laughs> representation. Yes. <laughs> oh God. Some oh, they use some un uh un the cut version of the shining and just splice it in. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, this is when we jump ahead in time, uh, 20 years or so. And we're at NASA and, uh, we notice that there is trouble in the landing module. They are crashing and burning towards what appears to be Mars. Um, apparently we in this current reality are far behind 1997 because they were already planning and we're going through with a manned mission to Mars. This is the second one. Oh yeah. It said one Mars mission later. Really? I, in the jump forward, it, I believe it said one Mars mission later. No, wait, because 20 years and one Mars mission later, because later they do say that they're going to be the first uh, man to walk on Mars. Okay. So I don't so think then, anyone's been there yet. This is probably just rovers or something. It yeah. might've been a bad joke about him going to Mars in his washing machine. Oh, oh. that might be giving this movie just a little too much. Right. <laughs> I, I follow a lot of space stuff. It's fun to know that stuff. And so yeah. watching this movie just really just irked the hell out of me and i know it's 23 years later or whatever 24 years later but still i was like that that's entirely inappropriate (laughs) (laughs) i really doubt they're gonna have hemorrhoid cream on the space shuttle but sure let's go for it you never know you gotta you gotta be ready you can't stop at cvs at 4 a.m for your hemorrhoid cream every little bit of weight counts things happen in zero gravity all right in space yeah you push your muscles out your cream (laughs) (laughs) nobody squeeze one out (laughs) um but yeah they're they're crashing into mars they can't calculate the uh like z axis and they all die and And that's it quite unfortunate (laughs) no it's um, my favorite short film it's a (laughs) it turns out yeah, right. And it's just like, why was that kid in there in the beginning of the movie? <laughs> was the kid one of the people? We'll never know. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, turns out it's a simulation. Uh, really lame. Honestly, it, it's such a lame way of setting up that they're going to have to find someone who can do these calculations for them. And it leads us to one of the most baffling space plots in any film ever. Uh, but we will get re- get to that um the i how does this astronaut i forget his name his character's name but how does this astronaut get this far into a mission and be like i did the calculations correctly clearly and like obviously they're not and he's just too stubborn to to like fix it like oh okay sorry yeah he's like i just think it's supposed to be like oh he's he's an asshole (laughs) it's like okay it's like well i don't want him on the mission anyway so good get him out of here 
you know what this movie suffers from? And I just had an epiphany about it. Everything? Well, yes. It literally suffers from Armageddon Syndrome. The famous quote from Ben Affleck and Michael Bay. Ben Affleck was in Armageddon? Oh, yeah. He's the the main character. (laughs) I don't know if I've seen Armageddon's love interest. Yeah, but so famously, he asked on set to Michael Bay, he said, hey, Michael, wouldn't it make more sense for the miners to train astronauts how to do this than it would for astronauts to train miners to become astronauts? And then Michael Bay turned to him and said, Ben, shut the fuck up and oh, walked yeah. away from him. <laughs> this movie literally suffers from that same thing of like, wouldn't it just be easier to get uh, Fred to teach them the correct mathematics than it would be to make him an astronaut? Yeah. Well, he broke the guy's neck somehow. He did kill that so. guy. <laughs> he did kill that guy. That's right. We're getting ahead of ourselves. So we meet our hero, I, I guess. This. I hate uh, all of it. Lucy. Like, doesn't know how to open a car door, so just car- keeps hitting the car next to him. Hold yeah. on. We do get a great joke from this, though. He pulls in between two cars, and it's, like, slammed. He gets out, and he says, oh, I better take care of my anti-theft, like, system. And he takes one of the tires off of his car and rolls it into work. And I laughed really hard. That's super fucking funny to me, because it's, like, a play on... When you take the the front wheel off of your bike when you lock it up somewhere, you know. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I get the joke. Damn, I, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't honestly. I didn't know that was a joke. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, it's oh, a cool. play on no, no. But also, the rest of his car is completely open, and it's like they weren't going to steal your car. They were probably going to steal the wheels, which you've clearly demonstrated that they're easily removed, as well as everything in your car. <laughs> I have a theory that this show or this movie was like a heavy inspiration for the Big Bang Theory because oh it's like very clearly a character with some type of like spectrum disorder, oh, but they never address the it. Yeah, hey, watch the Big Bang. The theory. first few seasons were actually really good. Oh, Peyton, yeah, but then it just trailed on. It, All right, so now we're back down to two hosts, uh, Jared and Tyler. <laughs> Peyton can never run for president now because he said he likes the Big oh, Bang. Oh man, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> Um, he goes into his office and he's like, oh, five minutes early. This means I have five minutes to save the galaxy. And that chair is cool as fuck. That you got yeah. it. He has a, like cool a chair. super cool flight simulator chair, essentially, where he's playing. Um, like, I, mm, it's a, it's an office chair with two, the like joysticks. joysticks attached to it. I wouldn't call it super cool. Um, you need to use your imagination a little bit because it's cool. Uh, Oh no, (laughs) I can't even respond. Um, I actually really like his whole desk. Uh, I like everything that's on his desk. It's really cool. Um, but the Mars team comes in and they ask Fred about his program for the navigation system. And I do think it's really weird that right off the bat, um, they come in there and are like, hey, yeah, you wrote the program. Your program's wrong and it sucks and you're an idiot, you fucking moron. It's like, why did they come in with so much animosity Dang. about like that this guy's program is like incorrect? I, Because uh, plot, I don't know. <laughs> also, <laughs> I've seen hidden figures. You, it's trial and error. Come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Even if it was wrong, it's like, so what? Recalculate it. Yeah, and they say, it. Yeah, and they that's say what a bunch of trial are for shit. too. Yeah, exactly. And they say a bunch of science shit and you're like, okay. And then um, 
Fred shows them why they were wrong. He's like, no, it's totally fine. You were just accounting for the wrong thing. And again, this is that whole thing of like, literally, he could have just taught them. It would have just been yeah. fine. Yeah. And the catalyst for this is he has this like, I don't know why he has a physical simulation instead of like a computer simulation. <laughs> I don't, don't know how a physical simulation is going to make any difference when all it does is spin in a circle and then land. Yeah. Yeah. All it does is spin in a circle, stop and lower. But so he, I'm like, all right. He has a physical model and, <laughs> and the computer uh, generated model going on too. So it's like yeah. two models going on. You're like, what do I pay attention to? Yeah, so it spins around and it lowers, and it's like, see, you were accounting for gravity incorrectly. And again, that's that thing of like, he could have just taught them, you got to account for gravity like this. But the catalyst for this whole thing is the the astronaut that he proved wrong. The asshole astronaut. (laughs) Asshole astronaut. No, that's later. There's an asshole astronaut in this. Um, I mean, they're both. (laughs) But they're butt buddies. He proceeds to be like no watch i was right your program's wrong and the thing kills him i don't know how getting hit in the head with that little tiny like metal connector set broke his neck i wonder if it like it was kind of like a punch to the face where like the body stayed but the head rotated and it like snapped (laughs) he got looney tuned yeah he's like damn i will say that he does get looney tuned later oh yeah totally (laughs) it out of all the movies, we were talking on Scooby-Doo, we were talking about how they have cartoon physics. This is the yes. movie that has cartoon physics that everyone abides by. So, cartoon physics so much so that I am fairly positive in several scenes when they are on Mars, there is no glass in their helmets. Yeah. yeah. I, I noticed that yeah, too. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> I think he leans his head out of his helmet at one point unintentionally, like the front of his hair comes out of it. So yeah, this is the most cartoon physics, especially with something that we're going to, um, that we're going to get to much later of, of some crazy shit. Um, we go to uh, th- this is one thing. So like evolution, right? Evolution had seen ADHD. It could not stay in one scene for more than a few minutes. This movie does not do that. But what this movie does have is like character ADHD. It introduces you to a million characters and a really million never old white who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this right here is an old black guy. Oh, this guy. <laughs> this is Richard Weber from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, my God. Oh, Pickens. Yes, that's his name. Yeah, Yeah. he um, he's like the head of NASA and he he's like, okay, it's not my fault. You got a skull fracture from proving yourself wrong, which is pretty funny. Um, But he's like, well, I guess you guys just can't do the mission. And this dickhead uh, who's like the, the mission commander or like on the ground. It's like two years. We can't wait two years. You know, we want to do this right now. And I'm like, and Jared, you can attest to this since you're like a space guy, right? It's like, the- why? If you heard that there was an error, this movie is in 1997. This movie is oh, 10 to 11 years after the Challenger disaster. Well, that's what I was going to say is the Challenger is a perfect example of why you don't do that because that happened with the Challenger. Like, did they take yeah. time or are you saying they just went for it they were they like went for it. we'll be okay let's it's throw a teacher fine. on there 
Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I was really I watched the whole there was a recent Netflix documentary. It's kind of really sad, but really good. But it is. It's like people brought things up that were like, mm, might want to like check on this. And they're like, well, it's just like a minor problem. And it's like going to space isn't a minor thing. So you're, minor. You're not problems. going down the street to the store. Yeah. yeah. It's not like uh, my low tire or my low pressure tires on or signals on. <laughs> My low tire, low pressure tire. I'll make it. But like, yeah, it's like I I looked at my tires; they're fine. I'm sure there's a nail in it, but the nail's not like extremely leaking air. I'll get gas and then go get it checked or something. It's Uh, Houston. The check engine light just came on. (laughs) It says Um, maybe you guys maybe you guys left the gas cap open. (laughs) Um. I don't know what the reasoning behind again it this part of the movie literally feels like you for, you missed something because they're just like yeah we're going to send Fred to space like it, it literally like with they, another yeah, they, guy that they, they don't tested name. him yeah but I'm like there's no explanation of them like telling him there's no, nothing of them being like, you're going to go. It's just all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to space. <laughs> like, why, what? <laughs> where, how did we get here? What is the, what, what, this, what's the. This is the part of the movie where I got a little upset because he's talking to his mom and she's like, oh, honey, I don't want you to go to space and die. She and said, like, I don't want you to run away. To <laughs> and he's like, mom, I'm just going to to i'm not even like for sure going to mars and i'm i'm 30 i'm almost an adult and i was like my heart (laughs) i was like i'm 30 fuck yeah Yeah. i felt that one too it really hurt it really hurt like right in the age i know yeah i like i got two more years till i'm an adult so it's okay Uh, you know oh you're finally gonna be 21 (laughs) oh such a young god him um but yeah so the this whole there's another there's just so many shenanigans in this movie that's what the first half of this movie really is it's shenanigans that are done because of bullying yeah yes and all of it is bullying because the shenanigan i was just about to get on is he bumps into uh bud who is a commit a mission command guy and is outright like you're bud so-and-so you're the you're responsible for the Apollo 13 disaster. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, why would you say that to him? Wasn't me. <laughs> I, that's that's my biggest problem with that movie too is the overuse of the "it wasn't me" joke. Where there are times where it's like that's kind of funny. Like the other day, I was on a boat with friends and I farted <laughs> on the boat, and everyone looked at me and I go, "I think it was a fish." <laughs> 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 but you can't say that the entire boat ride because then it's like we get it you're fucking blaming farts on a fish it's not funny anymore <laughs> well okay so this movie abides by the rule comedy happens in threes right but what they're abiding by is the, the comedy happens in multiples of three <laughs> so it's even funnier if you say it six times six and then nine times <laughs> <laughs> and then you so on and so forth because he says wasn't me so many times i if jonathan was here he would have counted yeah yeah i don't have time to count i know i don't either i was so <laughs> I was like, annoyed even after like the second one it's like oh this is gonna be a thing throughout the whole movie isn't it because it it like i said it's not even 
it's not even a good use of it at times. <laughs> yeah. No, like... there's one, there's a couple times yeah. where it's funny. Exactly. But most of the time it's not. So um, this is when we get to the monkey lab. <laughs> you have to admit, you laughed at this scene. This is what it's like, it, it's going to be nice to sleep with you. <laughs> yeah. <Ew. laughs> I was like, whole scene, oh, no. I don't know why this scene has good actual comedy in it. So they say, oh, this is going to be your new roommate. And they introduce him to Julie, who is one of the astronauts. She's a geologist. I don't know how geologist also translated to she takes care of the chimpanzees that's going with them. Also really don't understand their reasoning for taking a chimpanzee with them. Oh, it but... was like he can find or like go in like the little caves to oh, find yeah. samples underground or but something. Does he? That... No. Yeah, but also no. like, listen, might be a controversial opinion, but I'm sure there's plenty of little people who would like to be astronauts as well that you could take on your trip instead of a chimpanzee yeah. to go into small places. There you That's go. Real. Equal, so, I guess they're not equal opportunity employers. No, they're not. That's why everyone was white. <laughs> That's the other thing. I was looking at this group and I was like, you're never going to send just three people to Mars. Oh, also, no. Mars mission or space missions are extremely diverse. There's always a Russian and they didn't even manage to have one Russian. Listen, There's always a Russian. All we're getting is a chimpanzee, and that's it. Okay, no. you can't ask her anymore. They couldn't afford the Russian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was too much money because they spent it all on getting the <laughs> chimpanzee. Um, yeah, in the monkey lab, uh, Julie steps out because she goes and talks with the other guy, and she's like, "This guy's a fucking moron." Like, I hate why are you like bringing this. here? You didn't like him sla slamming no, the monkey into all the lab like equipment. Because all I think about is like how much he ruined on studies. Oh, right. Like all I those samples all and everything. Jugs. I'm pretty sure that's how the flash <laughs> that's was That's why created. he was licking his lips. <laughs> He's drinking all the piss jugs. Yeah. <laughs> like, this monkey pee tastes great. He has a I... lot of inflections of someone that we know. So my voice of him is the exact same as someone uh -oh, that we work with. No. <clears throat> uh, yeah, he slams him into all this stuff. And then when they turn around, they're like, look, they're getting along already. It's also told to us that he thinks Julie is going to be his roommate, but it's actually the monkey. Yeah. Which I'm like, wait, the monkey gets to live in an apartment? Must be nice. <laughs> oh, my God. But that apart. Okay, that scene is kind of funny when they're both in the apartment. That's one yeah. of the funny it wasn't me. See? That's what I'm saying. This movie has stuff. It I has also its it has moments. <laughs> um, uh, I keep wanting to say Harland. That's his actual name. But Fred... Yeah. Uh, talks to the monkey a lot <laughs> just like he makes like monkey noises at him oh it's, gosh well i think it's racist to monkeys right? i was gonna say it's like he's shouting monkey slurs at him i well, think the female doctor also did it i don't remember her name yeah either. exactly i don't get attached to character names <laughs> I, I can't her name's julie julie yeah i julie only know started two character it. names in this julie and fred everyone else i'm like i don't man know number one man number yeah, two captain yeah. Um, th so this movie sets up a mythos that I'm quite confused on is that apparently all around NASA, it's just everything is space themed. They I, go to live in like space themed apartment homes I and they go to so. astronaut bars. They also like, have like just ro unused rockets laying around the front entrance. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, that's because of NASA. their filming location. They were, they filmed at a, um, at a an aerospace technology place oh, I thought in it was Texas. Just, I thought it was just the rocket themed fries that 
You know, it's just around the corner. Yeah, that was different. The one across the street from work <laughs> that was in Anaheim. <laughs> yeah. like, you guys could use our full facilities. We're they, going out of business. They had an impressive, like, an insane amount and an impressive, impressive amount of on-location filming. What, for Mars? <laughs> no. For, like, whenever they're doing the testing and stuff to see if he can be an astronaut. Like, those are actual areas. Oh. Yeah. Oh well, Which I was like, I, that's fucking crazy. That's. I personally think that's largely due to the fact that you look at this time in film, and there was a lot of movies about going to space because this is around the time that they were going to try to reboot the shuttle uh, um, program after Challenger. Yeah. So NASA was willing to help because it was basically good PR for them to have movies with actual NASA astronauts and stuff like that. Also, it's they, Disney, like. Mm. Well, yeah, they should have shut that. this one down. <laughs> yeah, this one probably cost them twenty years of yeah. research. I heard they were going to theme uh, mission to Mars after this, or mission space. Oh, but then they were like, oh no, 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 don't do it. There's a fart joke in the middle of spinning around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are in close quarters. So. <laughs> Initiate thrusters. <laughs> so yes uh when they go to his space apartment this is uh jared's favorite wasn't me moment where he kicks his shoes off. i didn't say favorite i just said it was kind of funny it's funny kicks his boot through the window and he's like wasn't me (laughs) he blames it on the chimp yeah he's like it was him and then oh yeah i forgot to mention before anyone comes at me it's a chimpanzee okay i'm just saying monkey because it's funnier so then something happens between him and the chimp and he's like i can't stay here this is too hostile i'm going out (laughs) yeah and he goes he goes to a bar where his new scene again get him hammered (laughs) the the blast off yeah the blast off which is like a stack of shots on fire i think it's six shots is it six oh my gosh it's either yeah it's like it's a one two three but it could have also been a one two three I think four. it was a four. Yeah, I think it's four. So but then it would have been ten shots. They're like, "Hey, if he dies of alcohol poisoning, that means he can't go to space." So let's right. do it. <laughs> um, and the, Julie comes in. She's like, "It's not okay to get someone this drunk." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like, that's exactly." Thank you, it. voice of reason. Where have you been this whole movie? Um, yeah, they get him drunk, and then he proceeds to start dancing in this spacesuit that they took off the wall of this Chili's. And they, he's like smacking everyone with the tubes, and then he physically assaults Julie in front of everyone at the oh, yeah. Jeez, <laughs> no one does anything about it. Um, and then we get the test going, and we're introduced to another character that doesn't even get a name. I think. Oh, the guy that he's going against. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So they put him in that deprivation tank from Stranger Things. The isolation and, chamber. Yeah, the isolation chamber. And they're like, you're going to be in there for 24 minutes or 24 hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you be alone for 24 minutes? Oh, no. <laughs> Not with these thoughts. I was literally about to say that. <laughs> Kill him. T H O T S. So there's another guy in a, in a, in a adjacent isolation chamber which and honestly that, for group photos he would have looked so much hotter oh my like, think God. about the history think about the impact <laughs> <laughs> i'm really like okay what is isolating about these chambers if you can hear the person exactly the next to you because in How space 
your neighbor is the only one that can hear you scream. Oh my gosh. Again, also, I, can you I, eat I, and drink and pee in these? Like 24 no, hours I think is a long you're just time. just locked in there for 24 hours. Would you fit the pee or poop? Yeah. Piss your pants, baby. There's a corner, I guess. That's what the piss lab is for. <laughs> they, <laughs> they bring out the mop in these rooms and put it Ooh. in the piss lab. Um, yeah, Randall proceeds to commit war crimes in this <laughs> tank where he like tortures the guy in the one next to it by like talking really loud. Jingerhollersmith. that part made me laugh again i hate when it makes me laugh but the other guy like loses his mind uh and he's actually been awoken as a sleeper cell now those were his activation (laughs) words he he, like killed a bunch of people in like i don't know (laughs) I I i was trying to think of a country where we like established a coup where i could say a sleeper agent that is true, yeah. Um, yeah, so then this is kind of, it's like a training montage, but each scene is kind of long. And honestly, this is the bulk of where the funny yeah. is of this movie. This is the um, humor 30 this minutes. Is, yeah. This is also like you were saying, the movie doesn't suffer from ADHD. It just like kind of keeps sitting in these scenes. For too long. Yeah, yeah there, there's quite a few scenes. This could have been a quick montage, but it's like, it's drawn out because each each thing that he does, like, there's the deprivation or the isolation chamber. And it's like that scene alone takes probably three minutes because they're just trying to get jokes in. And it doesn't seem like a lot, but then you're sitting there and you're like, I get it. I know these jokes because it's like, Oh no, I'm stuck next to this person. And those yeah, are all well, the jokes they make. I wasn't upset. I was having a good time. Yeah, at least one <laughs> of us was. Yeah. <laughs> after, um, after the John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt stuff, I was like, Okay, this is old. I, I, I get it. <laughs> um, so then we get the c- centrifuge training. Is this uh, the uh, the spinny wheel or the the circle? This is the, the in a the circle. Onion rings. The forces. This is not onion rings. Okay. No, this is the yeah. This is the the spinning uh, thing, and the guy who he tortured gets out, and he's like, "Oh, good. Like, don't think about that." head cheese and liverwurst sandwich you had for lunch oh. and then he like vomits which does lead to kind of a funny very kind of semi-subtle joke later but there is a joke here that i want to touch on uh only because there's a funny trivia thing about it he says uh, he's fred's getting you know latched up into this centrifuge and they say like all right have fun and he says fun is my chinese neighbor's oh, middle name Okay, okay. Hear me out. Ooh. According to the trivia, I, okay. Mm-hmm, yep. Towing Dis- a line here. <laughs> Dis- no, 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 no. Disney was worried that this joke was going to be offensive to Chinese audience members. Oh, they were correct. So they screened it to a screener group of all Chinese moviegoers, and the joke fucking landed so hard they all bust up they said it was like the funniest the biggest laugh that they got out of this group was this joke that's I surprising think they weren't that upset because of what comes in a few minutes later now yeah. <laughs> they're like oh in the grand scheme of things that joke was nothing yeah. but that is a fairly innocuous joke it's not that bad but i do like that that disney specifically was like 
this is not going to go over well. And they like screened it for him. And then they're like, no, that's fucking funny. Let's uh, screen but- it now and see what people <laughs> oh, think. God. Yeah, right. Disney um, re-releases Rocketman in 4K um, Ultra HD. <laughs> Disney announces they will be retheming Splash Mountain to Rocketman. <laughs> <laughs> From one racist thing to another. Yeah. So... He gets spun around in the centrifuge. He's like, go faster, go faster. No, well, oh kind of. God. But then also the like the main pilot of the journey is also like, I'm going to crank it up because I want to kill him. My record's six those... G's, so we're going to kill him. Yeah, it's like, I don't think a centrifuge is run by a large comical knob like that. Like, I do it like says, the like, idea of this, numbers. Though. I hope so. <laughs> I'm going to go to NASA and ask him. Yeah. It looks like the switch on a Sibian vibrator that they put on there. <laughs> <laughs> Dial up to 25. <laughs> it's like a small car now in your living room. <laughs> um, I laughed really hard at this whole scene. I'm sure you guys didn't. I don't know. No. The chair comes off of the centrifuge and he okay, blows through a wall. <laughs> he's at seven G's. I think he's dead when he hits that wall. Yeah, yeah. and he, he blows through the wall and he's flying through these hallways. Um, <laughs> in order for a person to die, I think they need to run at minimum 17 miles an hour into a brick wall. And then yeah, they he's kill dead. themselves. So well, you're going see, that's where you're wrong. This wall was made of paper. Well, <laughs> then when he hits the next guy, I mean, oh, the yeah, they both in die. those walls. They're both did. That's um, that Looney Tune. He does a flip in his wheelchair. It's like, boo doo 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 doo. Supposed oh, yeah. to land on his head. He's like very clearly about to land on his head and lands on his wheels. Um, <clears throat> but he blows through the hallway. He blows past this group of nuns with students, and he says the <laughs> Lord's Prayer as he flies by. <laughs> that was pretty funny. See, and then the guy who like got knocked out earlier. I guess he can finally walk. He's no longer paralyzed, and he hits him, and he launches him into a door, and he flips, lands on his wheels, and then Fred just gets out of the chair and goes inside. It's like, wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the other wasn't me that you laughed at, Jarrett? No, I said I only laughed at one. Oh, I thought you said you laughed at two. No, I don't know. There's probably a second one in there. Um, It it has to involve a fart. That's when it's funny. (laughs) There's a lot of farts in this movie, so don't worry. Um, Again, more NASA training. They're they're training their, their lung density, depth, whatever it is. They're blowing a ping pong ball. And man, Randall blows... Because like he does, uh, he manages to blow yeah, the ping I pong ball. The movie. <laughs> <laughs> he manages to blow the ping pong ball out of the tube, and then he starts choking on it, and then he hawks it into the guy who he tortured's eye. And now he has like an eye broke his eye or something. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> don't. It's like what what terminal velocity was that ping pong ball going? Dude, that thing ricocheted off like twenty things before it killed that guy. Yeah, it was like. <laughs> Also, though, it's a ping pong ball, and the guy acted like he got hit with a cue ball. It's a golf yeah. ball. <laughs> no, that's a ping pong ball. I know. I'm saying they're no. using golf balls this day. Yeah. Um, he also I kicked did... that guy in the balls. and Yeah, I'm, he did kick him. I'm pretty sure they're like, okay, guys, let's reset the test after you <laughs> recover your ball fracture there. Well, that's why I think this guy, right? Hear me out here. Randall is much like... Jar Jar Binks with the whole Sith Lord Jar Jar Binks conspiracy theory because 
What if he's actually not dumb and he knows they're trying to sabotage him going to space, so he sabotages them? Oh, mm, I see. Really makes you I think. I don't buy it. <laughs> if he like pulled like a really smart moment, well, he like he does every once in a he while. He does. He like, saves true. the day. He's knows how to program shit. Like he yeah. is smart. That's what makes me also mad about this movie. Is like he's really smart but like for some reason he's a huge idiot he's a big man child this suffers from and it's like the proto big bang theory is like no i don't know why hollywood even still as we see 24 years later does not understand what nerdy people are yeah oh yeah they're like oh if you're nerdy you're like on the spectrum right like that's it you're really (laughs) weird and awkward you get diagnosed the first time you buy a Funko Pop, right? Like that's how it works. <laughs> um, the so we go to this press conference, and there's a few kind of funny, subtle jokes in this movie, <clears throat> and one of them in it is that this BBC reporter keeps trying to ask a question, and no one will let him talk. Everyone keeps talking over him, and he's like. Oh, and like just sits down and gives up on on uh, asking any questions. It's like small sight gags that this movie could have really benefited from. But instead, it's like, let's have a man beat a monkey in a piss lab or whatever. Um, But this is when the NASA guy that we talked about earlier says that uh, Randall is being chosen to go on to the mission. Um. This was kind of funny. Uh, I I am pleased to uh, announce the appointment of astronaut and third crew member of the historic manned mission to Mars, astronaut Fred Randall. (laughs) When he starts screaming, he's like, I liked it. I thought that that was really funny. It was um, very like lady way too excited to be on um, not Wheel of Fortune. Ooh, Price is Right. Price yeah. is Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, ah! Running up and down the aisles. That's what they should have done. They should have like been up and down the aisles, like high fiving everybody. Um, one of my friends, one of my childhood friends was on Price is Right. And she like, you know, that the, when you... I guess that's, is that the showcase when you put your price in and then they're like, come on down. Yeah. It's like a big package thing. Well, they're like, guess what this price is. And you put your price, everyone bids high or low, right? It's like the first part of the show before you go spin the wheel. Oh, she put her price in and then Drew Carey was like, and the price was, and he says it. And I, I guess she thought he said her price. And she started jumping up and down, like went up there, and he's like, "No, no, no, not you, her." Oh. I was like, "This is on live television." <laughs> Dang! <laughs> um, wow, you probably had some good educators then. <laughs> <laughs> Those California public schools, man. Yeah, glad um, I'm from Missouri. Oh God! <laughs> For once in my life, wrong. I said that. <laughs> uh So yeah, they. Um, it's all of a sudden launch day. This movie is quick. They're like, we don't want to bother you. You're, you came here for two things to see an idiot go into space. Um, so they, he's walking up there to, uh, 
he does the elevator thing. And there is a tender moment, touching moment here where Bud, the guy who was blamed for Apollo 13, explains to him that he was given three coins. Oh, um, Bud never... is uh, Bridges. Bo Bridges. Yeah, Bo Bridges. Yes. Uh, I probably weirdly the in... most famous person in this movie. I know. I should have put him instead of <laughs> the chimpanzee, but I thought it was funny to say that. <laughs> Like, Shelley Duvall and him are the most famous people in this film, but, like, Bo Bridges is really lately listed. Or, yeah, Bo Bridges is really lately listed. So, Bud is explaining these coins to uh, Randall. He says he was given three coins during Apollo 13, one that he gave to Neil Armstrong, one he gave to some other guy, and then one for bravery, and he kept it for himself. But due to how he acted with that entire... um situation he doesn't really feel like he deserves it so he gives it to randall and then randall does a incredible impression of the cowardly lion <laughs> um, it was really good but i really hated the scene yeah. it's a dumb scene but it is really good there's two times that he it's sings in this movie so where i'm like out. this is the wrong movie for you man like you actually have talent um so they get in the spaceship. They're getting ready to take off. Uh, Randall reassures the chimpanzee not to be scared. They have a very cute relationship. And they're going over the like checklist. And they're like, um, I don't know, I, space jargon. Give me some of them. We got the CBD? Check. We got the AT? We got the... A, B, D. Yeah, check. And then meanwhile, while they're saying all these things, he's just in the back being like, AT&T? KFC, YMCA, BMW, NBC, CNN. Just like, and they're like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. Also, <laughs> another like, thing where it's like, they wouldn't have wasted a person that does nothing. Yeah, I know. Takeoff. I think oh, Carly yeah. asked that question while we were watching the movie. She was like, shouldn't he know how to do something else? Right? <laughs> she was like programming or like initiating the program or something. I don't know. Um. Like, he takes his helmet off and dies. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? That's true. <laughs> Carly was like, wait, why do they have to wear their helmets in the first place? I was like, I think it's because if it depressurizes in there, they need to like, you know, be able to breathe the air from those. But yeah, he takes his helmet off and dies. Yeah. Um, it's like going uh, up in scuba diving. It's like going up too fast and get the, was it the bends or something? Yeah. 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 So the monkey pulls some pranks. Um, there's some food eaten out of tubes that is not food. Julie eats toothpaste. Um, the command impression, like, um, what is it? Rabies. <laughs> yeah. The, okay. <laughs> the old yeller joke is pretty funny. He's like, Hey, Julie's doing her impression of old yeller. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want him to die, ma. Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty much so foamy at the mouth. And then the captain eats a hemorrhoid cream. Um, and then it is insinuated because we saw it earlier that Randall eats a um, laxatives, uh, a laxative, and then he's Which, like, "I got a shit." <laughs> I guess in space people get constipated. You do. That is in that space. Is no one's able thing. to hear you poop because you can't. <laughs> I heard. I heard in space you are in um, like eternal discomfort, uh, gastrointestinal discomfort. I can see that. I'm in space. space. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, you burp. You are not in space. Um, no, I know. Well, it doesn't mean I'm not in, in 
internal gastro. <laughs> yeah. Stress, yeah. I guess That's the gravity, the... like no gravity on your intestines. Yeah, it can't it can't carry it up. So oh. you can't burp, I guess. Mm. Um but I do like when Rano gets sucked into the toilet. Oh, by the way, so the little accordion door on the bathroom, man, if you have a stinky poop, (laughs) the rest of the crew is going to know. Let me tell you, I went to the doctor this morning and right before I went into the doctor's office, I farted in the car and it had some heat behind it. It (laughs) smelled so bad. And I was like, I better get these out before I get into the exam room because I'm going to be so embarrassed if I'm in there by myself and I do. And he comes in, he's like, God damn, I'm not checking his stomach, (laughs) am I? (laughs) Um, so we're about to get to the scene that made me select this movie. Uh, the president comes on for an address. He's talking about, this is, you know, a a big step for the whole world. Uh, and then we get the whole world scene where they sing. He's got the whole world in his hands. And honestly, it's a very funny scene until one moment that we won't talk about too much because it is horrifically racist. And it's probably why this movie is not on Disney plus. Um, where he proceeds to do some very stif- stereotypical racist Chinese um, while oh, singing cool. the song, and that's I don't the- think they bothered to to translate the song in any language. No, so it's like, hey, way to in- way to uh, insult the entire Everyone. world as you're singing a world a well, song about the world. He does speak real French, and he does oh, he- say that there's I a butterfly say, on like- the table. <laughs> It's what he says. So he speaks real French and all he says is the there's a butterfly on the table. And then for the Germans, he just says like Ikea, Volkswagen and all that shit, which is that Ikea isn't German. Yeah, I know. That's what makes it even funnier. (laughs) But then it derails after that. Um, So uh, Julie and Fred have this. This is one they're going to drop. Like he has a crush on her. He's a stalker. He actually has a picture of him taped with her next to it. Um, and they bond over the fact that they had a star that they loved. And um, this is another that second scene I was talking about where he sings a song and it's just fucking like, dude. Oh, when you were in the a wrong star? movie. Yeah. When he dude, sings, he's he, good at impressions. That yeah. was a good uh, Jiminy Cricket impression. He's a decent like comedian and he's funny and other stuff. But like, it's just annoying of a character this time. Have yeah. you ever seen him in Employee of the Month? no no <laughs> he's wearing these fucking huge glasses it's so stupid he he's really a... good in superstar oh my Catherine Gallagher god movie. god it's so good that's a good movie so um again an, a, a scene that i personally love they're gonna go into cryopods and really it's very plain uh, drawn out but the monkey gets in randall's cryopod and there was a specific monkey one that he can't fit into <laughs> So he stays awake for the entire eight month journey that it takes to get to Mars. And he goes insane. Um, But he he does. And then he like, he gets back sane. Yeah. But this gives him time to talk to Bud about how he's been running the calculations on the weather. And they've been concerned about a storm hitting while they're there. And he tells Bud, Hey, we're going to hit a storm when we get to Mars. It's going to be bad. Bud goes and warns the guy who's running the mission, and the guy is basically just like, yeah, fuck you, who cares? And then it moves on from there. So now we have um, you know, a central conflict behind us. 45 minutes into this movie, just about, 
it decides, you know, so far this has just been a fun romp. We better add some drama to the movie <laughs> because otherwise it's just going to be a goofy, stupid movie. Um, Which it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, they wake up. Randall painted a monkey Sistine Chapel painting on the ceiling out of all of their food. Where he's uh, cradling, gen- gen- what's her name? Julie? Yeah, he's cradling Julie and he's reaching out to the monkey, uh, which is great. Jared, are you there? Yeah. Okay, you just haven't said anything in a while. I wanted to make sure that we, were, we weren't hearing <laughs> No, it. it's just, yeah, it's there's a... nothing that creative know, or innovative know, to respond yeah, with on this moments Because it's like, oh, these are all expected jokes. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, I just want to make sure. It's a flatline <laughs> moment of the movie where it's like, just like, I get it. He's going crazy on his way to Mars. And then I get it. This is the fallout of them being like, oh, you wasted food supplies like for us. And this is also that part where I'm like, oh, God, they only take what they need. And he just wasted. Like, they should not Everything. have any food left at yeah, all. They should have been be like... zero food. They're well, starving on the way back, basically. It's not even – there's no repercussions to it. Yeah. It's literally no. never touched on again because they do something that I'm like, huh? what? Huh? What? Uh, where they're like uh, – they made Mars so scary. She turns and she's like, we're here. And then they showed Mars and the music's like – Oh, yeah. It's like this deep red color. Yeah, it's so well, scary. This was, it was originally the red planet. Well, well it, it still, still is, is but it's planet. like a – now it's, it's like the orangish like blue. Planet. It's the blood moon. Um, so they begin their descent to Mars. There's a communication shutdown. Blah 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 blah. They make it. Um, uh, the commander wants to be the first man. <laughs> wants to be the first man on Mars, and Randall like falls out of the lander and lands <laughs> on Mars first. And he was like, "Do you know how big of a deal that was for me? I wanted to be the first man on Mars." And he's like, how would you like to be the first man killed on Mars? I, that was actually a good joke. And then yeah. he says, okay, Mr. First Man with Inappropriate Anger on Mars. And I was like, that's, okay, that's, that's pretty good. That, that, that sounds like a Jarrett joke. Well, you'll be the first man to a murder on Mars. Yeah. And then they get in a Mars car. They drive to where they need to go. With spray-painted silver tires. Yeah, <laughs> this was all filmed in Utah. Um, That's just... why gravity was so normal. <laughs> so I, yeah. I actually looked it up. Gravity no. on Mars is 3.1 meters per second squared. Earth is 9.8 meters per second squared. So we're What's looking at like moon? a... Th- uh, I don't know. Okay, for all of us morons, explain what that means. So basically, the gravity on Mars is a third of what we experience here, which means uh... they should be... quasi floating i believe that's what that means oh so every time they take a so it would be kind of like the moon you're you're weightless essentially almost almost weightless you're you weigh a third of what you weigh here on earth i wish (laughs) help me with my diet um so So like when they throw the the flag in the crater and it just you know goes straight down that should have floated up wouldn't happen well that wouldn't have given us the post credit scene which i didn't know if you guys know oh i didn't know there was was one oh no we'll get to that at the end it's so dumb i'll have to go back and watch it i'm not going to do that this movie literally at this point is like throw every problem possible at them um randall has a, a link in his air tank so they need to connect their suits together 
and I'm sure Jarrett liked this part. I was literally sitting there, like, Jarrett likes this part. He starts farting in a suit and starts filling a suit up and pushes like a huge fart bubble towards the commander's <laughs> suit. And he like pinches it off and he's like, don't do it. And it goes in his suit and he's like, oh, it smells awful. My eyes are burning. Yeah. At that point, I would have just opened the hose and been like, yeah, you can suffer or I'll die. I don't care. And he I'm would not look breathing like, in your ass air. He would look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Total Recall when his eyes like popping out of his head. He's like, oh! <laughs> um, this is, yeah, his suit inflates. He has like a fart inflation fetish. It's like two fetishes rolled into one. <laughs> um, and then everyone is mad at Randall because he's correct. The commander is mad that Randall is like, do not go out there. The weather projections, we're going to die. And then for some reason, he's like, rocks are important, so I need to go. And he leaves. He gets kind of like semi-knocked out out there. And, with um, Ulysses the monkey. With Ulysses the monkey. And meanwhile, Julie is like MIA for the rest of the movie. Essentially, she just Julie, she Julie was out. like, I'm going to drop you boys off to take care of the flag. Meanwhile, I have to go and get some core samples as well as some other shit. So like she's doing real work and they're setting up a piece of fabric. Yeah, they're laying yep, claim like, for what? a Taco Bell to be built there in 35 yeah. years. <laughs> um, yeah, so he goes back out. And then again, this is when we get this unearned romance. Um, uh, I where hate this romance. She kisses so much. Randall so that he's like inspired to go out there and he saves the commander. Um, the commander, the commander is underneath the Mars Rover, like the Mars car. And he's, he, he's trying to <laughs> lift it. And he's like, sometimes when a mother is in distress and she sees her children are hurt, she she's filled with strength and she's able to lift things that are normally too heavy for her. And he's like, I need you to call me mommy. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, I'm it not calling so you creepy. mommy. Leave me here. He's like, you have to do it. And he's like, mommy. It's like, no, say it like you mean it. Say it like I have to save. And he's like, save me mommy save me and he proceeds to lift the mars rover off of him which and once he, again gravity so i know it should have been, been a problem it's it like was lifting shit underwater he, he just wanted a kinky moment where where he called him mommy <laughs> yes daddy <laughs> so they go back um and then for some reason randall doesn't get back inside so they have to go rescue him again like i said this movie's like really padding its runtime at this point. oh he gave up his oxygen for the the chimp to have oxygen that's right so he's going like so space he out, so he's, he's holding his breath but then the commander guy makes it back to the space shuttle before he does and he left before the commander did and yeah. so he's just like roaming around the shuttle like, oh, where, where's the ladder? Well, there was where? a storm going on, so he might have gotten a little confused. I think he got like disoriented. So, yeah, I mean, if I held my breath on... that long. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> they bring him back on the ship. They rescue him. Um, he does CPR on the monkey and the monkey was just pretending and then kisses him. Uh, real funny. <laughs> I don't know. How to... <laughs> they they take off and they take a hit. And this goes back to a scene that's earlier where um, the onion rings. Yes, the onion rings. One of those centrifuges uh, that you see at amusement parks that you like could pay fifteen dollars to be spun around in. I really want to go on one. <laughs> really, those things um, are deadly. Yeah, I don't want to be in those. I don't care. Cut my arm off. At least I'll have fun doing it. Jesus! Yikes! <laughs> this is a new saw trap. <laughs> uh, you must rewire the Mars lander before your arms are cut off in this <laughs> onion ring. <laughs> so. As they're free falling, he rewires it. 
Wow. Cool. Do we get to see them go back to Earth? No, I think they die because this ending reminds me of Greece, where now all of a sudden you have this dream sequence where they have tuxedos and dresses and they dance to when you wish upon a star together. So yep. I think they crashed back into Mars and they died. <laughs> and that's this I, is their, like death dream. I kind of would rather them be dead at the end of this movie. Yeah, that makes more sense. Just think if Randall had been put on the Challenger, we could have avoided this whole movie. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Listen. that was a few bombs away run. I'm, I'm glad yeah, we're getting canceled like, well, now. We'll shut down after that. <laughs> how is how is how, we make nine eleven jokes all the, the time? Challenger, the challenger no, I do not. <laughs> yeah, I make neither jokes. <laughs> the cha- they're like, don't touch on the challenger, guys. Not well, even because the challenger space. was innocent. They were trying to do good things. That yeah. ship never did any wrong. <laughs> they're gonna say that ship never did sail, and I was like, well, yeah, we saw the fleet challenger alone. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So. They go back into their cryopods. Lo and behold, cryopods. the uh, monkey takes his pod again and he doesn't get into it. And the last joke is like, not again. Okay, Credit. he dies. Yeah, he, he dies. He used all his food yeah. to paint oh, the 16 shit, That's chapel. right. That's right. They're going to no wake up he's and be like, ooh, an emaciated corpse. <laughs> yeah. Like, also, I so wonder what kind of deterioration would happen to a body like that without any in, sort of like bugs and stuff. Like Actually, I don't think it would. It. I don't think it would decay. What would his body not. do? Because <gasps> there's no air. I want to see what happens. Shoot it through the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it's in not even to space, just to into an environment with like zero zero minimal microbes and stuff. Yeah, vacu- I don't think it would break down. That's because cool. well, it would freeze in space because there's well, but see, I'm nothing. saying in like the space station, like specifically for this guy, like what would his body look like? What would happen? What would yeah. it, what would it do in a vacuum after uh, eight months? Nothing. We'll have to look it, it up. I'm curious. Yeah. So, uh, one thing we forgot to mention, but I have to bring it up because I'm going to talk about the dumb post credit scene. Is that after he throws the American flag into the crater, he proceeds to somehow take his underwear off oh, and yeah. out, and he has American flag underwear. Oh yeah. And they fly those on this stick now. The post credit scene, there is an alien. I knew it. Wearing the American flag as underwear. <laughs> <laughs> that is Rocket Man 1997. Fortunately, the best part of this movie is you do get to hear the movie Rocket or the song Rocket Man at the end during the credits. It's the best part of the movie because Elton John is great and that is a good song. The um, only redeeming point about this movie. Right? Yeah, right. That's it. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's Rocket Man. <laughs> that's we're, just, we're starting out strong in the first three episodes of this show's new season. Yeah. Um, that brings us to the Jaws scale. Peyton, let me Jaws four. Like <laughs> oh god! Right off the bat, Jaws four. This thing. Wow. Is... Okay, it has its moments. But I don't think it's enough to give it a three. Okay. I, I, did I enjoy it a little, a tiny, a, ty, a smidgen? Yes, but not enough to give it a three. A, okay. A, a three and a half, if you will. Mm, the making of just. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right, Jarrett. I mean, I I give it a Jaws three, and I've seen Jaws three. 
<laughs> I watched that one. That's it, the gay one. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that that brother is entirely gay. I swear to God, he's just yeah. playing in the water with the the girl just to be like, "Ooh, we're friends." Um, um, I'm not gay. Yeah. No, it's a Jaws three. I don't. It's I'm not gonna watch it again. I watched it once. I know I watched it as a kid, and I was like, "That's kind of goofy. That's funny." Uh, as an adult, it's like, eh. If I wanted to entertain a kid and have, you know what? No, I wouldn't even show it to a kid because there's better movies about space now. Yeah, damn. Jaws three, but I to I don't think it's horrible, but it's not good. Marty's like, mom. I would rather bad. I would rather show them Zathura. <laughs> hey, that's, that's actually a good kind of movie. a fun movie. I know. Yeah. I, like I was like, shut up. <laughs> that was it's like no Jumanji, movie. but like it's good. Yeah. Uh, and as for me, I don't know. <laughs> I really you can't like, do that. I no, I mean like I mean I'm in like turmoil because I refuse I to accept do, that answer. I do agree with both of you. I I don't want to give it a four because I didn't hate every minute, but looking back on this i'm like i will say i watched this movie with my friend mary jane oh (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that might make it better yeah that really didn't (laughs) and that was my intention too i was like maybe this will make it fun and i was like no i've seen it as a kid nothing's changed except for me I don't think that'd work for me. No. I I watch this movie with my good friend the mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched this with my friend. She's a heroine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh! This movie helped me ride the dragon. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I think I'm just gonna have to give it a three on mm-hmm. principle. It it's closer to a four than it is a two, but it's a three. It, it's 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 pretty bad. Uh, I think it, it's fair to say I don't even need to ask any of you if you would recommend this to anyone because it's definitely a no. 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 So it's, it's super rooted in its time. It yeah. it didn't it and it didn't even get the the sci-fi aspects correct in the way that sometimes like 2001: A Space Odyssey. There's some things that it did predict correctly. There's a lot that it didn't predict well, but it's still like a good movie to watch. It just, yeah. it didn't, obviously it wasn't going for a sci-fi thing, but it really failed on aging. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And the humor is, is pretty, uh, oh, yeah. the, the opening of the movie is humor that I would be like, yeah, go for it. But there's, n- there's really no humor after the the midway changing point. Yeah. It's like when he farts in his suit and that's about it. It's but- an Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. You stop it halfway. It's actually mm. a pretty decent movie. Don't you ever say that again, ever. <laughs> ever. I Indiana Jones, Indiana and Jones, the and the Skull. of the Crystal Skull. It's a good movie until it's like confirmed aliens. You're like, okay, okay if Hold that's, on. I don't want to get people too hyped, but we are covering that movie. <laughs> I know. I was like, can we save <laughs> that for that future? episode? Because so you right, and I right. will like. I have a lot to say it. about ants. We'll, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for sticking through it with us for Rocket Man. If you want to go watch it, I don't know why. It's on Amazon. You can rent it. Um, if you have it How already, much is it? it was $3.99. Too much. Too much. Because I, I rented it today. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I know. I gave you guys the movie, and then it wouldn't play on my TV, and I was trying to watch it on the TV, and I was like, fuck it, I'll rent it, which is embarrassing. So, 
that does it here for us at Bombs Away. Join us next week for the first In two bargain bonanza. Oh, yes. Let me say that again. That does it here for us at Bombs Away. Join us in two weeks for the first bargain bonanza. Again, that is, we are going to be covering three movies. It's not going to be a longer episode. It's going to be the same amount of time, 30 minutes per movie. And I don't think we've said anything about this. This Do, do we want to ep- tease the movies? I'm just going to, I mean. Just I'll say, say the, one word yeah. from each title, but say what they're from. I'm just going to say the theme is we're covering three Disney Channel original movies. Ooh. Um, not Halloween Town. Not Halloween Town. I will say it's this. It's a beloved one that every time I told someone we're doing it, they were like, that one's great. And I'm like, no, it's not. It is a forgotten bad one. And then it's a another bad one. <laughs> so, <they're laughs> I don't know bad. which one's which. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, confusing. Right? Yeah. All I know is the main character of one of them got super buff and super hot. That could be either. That could be any of them. Oh, no. I'll bring pictures. I'll bring receipts. One of them is directed by LeVar Burton. I'll give you guys that little hint. So one of them has a classic movie actor that somehow ended up in that film. Also not Halloween Town. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Yes. So join us in two weeks for that. I'm very excited. Um, it's going to be the first one. Bear with us. If it's a little shaky, I don't think it will be, but it's going to be your first time doing it. So thank you again, you guys so much. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at bombs away show. Um, you know, shoot us a review on Spotify, Apple, wherever you watch or listen to your podcasts. We're also on YouTube where we just post the audio. So if that's the way you like to listen to it, find us there trying to get more subscribers because once we get a thousand, we have tons of videos, we can start getting ads on our videos Ooh. and that would be very nice. We only need like 350 more, which I know is a lot. That's but actually but that's pretty reachable. Ton. Yeah, but it's not it's not a ton. So 350 more bombs away show podcast is the YouTube channel because uh, bombs away show is taken already. But yeah, do that. Subscribe, please. It'll help us out a lot. It'll help us improve uh, because that ad sense really you know, kicks in and stuff like that. So thank you guys so much and uh, see you in two weeks. Bye. I take a whole world.